Welcome back to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. I first wanted to update you on my dad's ticket for the excess property. He was able to get that ticket expunged. Now he's in the process of figuring out why he was shipped to three house instead of staying at four house. If you've been following this channel, you already know that the commissary is a vital right to the Illinois Department of Correction inmates. While Illinois blames budget cuts for its dietary shortcomings, inmates are still having to choose between eating the substandard prison food or starving. Some inmates have no choice, however. Today, we're going to talk about what is in the prison food and why most prisoners are choosing to starve. Soybeans have long been used in the Illinois Department of Corrections kitchens. They offer versatility in dishes, have a local supply chain, and can be purchased in bulk. For example, soybeans can be ground into a flour and mixed with other flours to produce a myriad of baked goods. Soybeans can be turned into oil and used as an ingredient or as a cooking oil. It can be mixed with ground meat in a one-to-one -one ratio. Soy lecithin is used as an emulsifier to make food items shelf-stable. Illinois is the largest soybean producer in the United States. What you might not know is what soy can do to the body. Soy naturally produces chemicals that affect the thyroid gland. Illinois inmates are consuming up to 100 grams of soy per day, while the USDA recommends no more than 25 grams per day. Dad has told me that he sees the effects of soy on the other inmates. Because of this relationship with food and his subsequent thyroid disease, my father has been medically prescribed a no-soy diet. What you may also find hard to believe is that my father has had to fight for his prescription diet. My father won his original case, Harris v. Brown, in 2008 while housed at Western Illinois Correction Center. Judge Harold Baker awarded him the no-soy diet to satisfy any claims of medical indifference to my dad's needs. My dad has taken, and will continue to take, Illinois to court and have his no-soy diet reinstated. Let me explain why I say that he will continue to take Illinois to court. From December of 2008 to June of 2013, his diet followed him whenever he was transferred. In June of 2013, he was suddenly denied his no-soy diet. He filed a lawsuit and won. In July of 2013, his no-soy diet was reinstated. April of 2016, following a transfer to Danville Correctional Center, the Illinois Department of Corrections again refused to honor his prescription diet. My dad filed another lawsuit in 2017, Harris v. Dempsey. This lawsuit is still in the courts. Now, in the Harris v. Dempsey case, Judge Bruce initially ruled that the Illinois Department of Corrections could cancel the medical no-soy diet. Did you hear me? IDOC, government employees, administrators, can cancel a diet that a doctor issued to a patient and that a judge backed. Judge Bruce ruled that it was not cruel and unusual punishment to have Dad, eat the soy and get sick. He further explained that as long as IDOC treats the daily pain and suffering, it was not cruel and unusual punishment to make my dad eat a diet they knew would make him sick. 
So this is crazy on two fronts. First, we have a judge reversing a previous ruling. Instead of using the previous ruling to guide his own decision, Secondly, we have a judge admitting that he understands the harm he is bringing upon my father. Judge Baker ruled in 2014 that the plaintiffs do have some evidence that soy protein can be associated with thyroid dysfunction, particularly hypothyroidism, and can make it more difficult to treat existing hypothyroidism. Dad is working to reverse Judge Bruce's decision. Harris versus Brown was Judge Baker's ruling. Harris versus Dempsey was the reversal by Judge Bruce. Judge Bruce granted summary judgment just to get rid of the case. Dad had to appeal to the Seventh Circuit. How many times must my father sue to receive his prescribed no-soy diet and for the suffering caused? This new judge, Colin Bruce, was only recently restored to his position. Check out the link in this transcript to learn more about his record. Thyroid disease does not magically disappear. It does not heal. It only worsens with age. Thyroid patients can manage their symptoms by utilizing a diet that does not aggravate their condition and working with an endocrinologist. One cannot, however, leave their thyroid disease management to a general practitioner or worse, just ignore the disease. General practitioners are simply not educated enough in this specialty to give advice. And yet, when my father attempts to explain his no-soy diet to the prison staff, I get emails like the one I'm going to read to you now. From Larry Harris, received on November 11, 2020. Subject, doctor appointment. Hi, Amanda. I had a call pass on November 9th, 2020. This to see Dr. Osmondson about getting no soy diet reinstated. Call pass was shuffled off to nurse practitioner. She knew nothing about the request for no soy diet or medical access to the commissary once a week to sustain diet. Nothing accomplished there. She stated she had not pulled my files or read them. Warden stated October 22nd, 2020, response that medical and dietary had been made aware of my concerns on access to commissary or reinstating diet. So spun again and nothing done. So every day I sit here hungry and must decide between eating and getting sick or starving. I choose to go hungry versus getting sick daily. Filed emergency grievance on this. Warden signed off on that on July 21st, 2020. Counselor Dennis was handed the grievance by Warden, denied by grievance officer and Warden Henthorne on August 19th, 2020. Sent to Administrative Review Board on August 26th, 2020. Nothing from them yet. So very much an issue of cruel and unusual punishment that states an Eighth Amendment claim under the U.S. Constitution. So there is your material for your podcast update, Dad. With the illegal $150 commissary limits, the stripped-down commissary inventory, and lack of medical care, I think my dad has grounds for another lawsuit. So, Free Rocky Nation, what do we do? Do we petition our lawmakers to hold IDOC accountable for their actions and demand that my father's medical diet be reinstated? Or do we watch another lawsuit in the making? Personally, I think it's easier if my dad just gets his diet. But 
How does that saying go again? Ah, uh, yes. It makes sense, so we can't do it. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on iTunes, Spotify, and Pandora. Like us on Facebook at Larry Rocky Harris 1959. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Find my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Contact your incarcerated loved ones, sign the petition to get in-person visits again, and as always, wash your hands. Questions or feedback at freerocky at freerockynation.org.